Welcome to The Individualist with David C. Bass discussing world United States politics, political theory, and individual liberty from an individualist perspective. So I hear that if you get past episode four of a podcast, that you're doing really well. Well, I may be the guy who jinxes that and says, uh, makes people say rather that if you get past episode five of a podcast, you're doing really well. Because now I'm getting into some really controversial stuff now that I have a decent fan base. Uh, I am going to be discussing the situation with the Utah nurse. And I have looked this up. I have studied up on what happened. I watched the video from a bunch of different angles. I looked up different news articles, stuff that came up recently, stuff that was written back when we had much less information on what happened. And I could not find a justification either by the law or by natural law or whatnot for what happened. And what essentially that I could understand of what happened based off what I researched is that Detective Jeff Payne was trying to conduct an investigation. However, he did not have a warrant. Uh, the person in question that he wanted to draw blood from was not a suspect. It was actually another cop. And the nurse noted this. She says, you don't have a warrant. He is unconscious. So he cannot give consent. And he's not a suspect. So under the law, you can't do this. And this wasn't just her saying it. She was being the messenger for higher ups. And the higher up noted over the phone, he said, hey, if you arrest her and the cop was threatening to do so, then you are making a very big mistake. But the cop decided in this moment, well, the detective rather, that he was above the law rather than serving it. And so, as one who thinks such a thing does, he decided to arrest her anyway in a very violent and aggressive manner which, like, there there was no logical explanation for what happened other than that he got pissed. And I actually follow a guy named Dominic Izzo on Facebook. And he's a cop who, I, I like him as a cop. He's heading in the right direction, I think. Uh, he's not fully there yet. Uh, he has some things that I very much disagree with him on, but he's heading in the right direction. And he will be able to look at a situation with cops, and he has the ability that I don't think a lot of cops do to admit when something bad has happened and say that this person was in the wrong, even if they're a cop. And he had nothing. He had nothing on this guy. He's just like, ah, essentially. <laughs> that was his response. Because there was nothing that justified this guy's actions. Just nothing. There was no self-defense being used. This guy was just pissed. And yeah, the man's being reprimanded. But I think that there should be a little bit more reprimanded than just firing the man. Because <laughs> you just assaulted a citizen for absolutely no apparent reason. Other than that you were pissed. Ah, there should be more to this than just um, a firing or a... Uh, or <laughs> this is just messed up. But there is a positive answer to this question that I have. I, I don't want to just end this off with, oh man, all cops are bad people and things like that. I think that there are very good cops sometimes. 
and even probably a good portion of the time. I think we see a lot more uh, cops abusing their power than are actually happening because of Facebook, in which we can see all the bad things that happen all the time immediately. And I have good uh, friends who happen to be cops. I have one buddy at church who's a cop. I have a friend from Liberty University who's a cop. And they're both good people. However, there are still things that we can do to fix the issue of what is absolutely police brutality. Because there are definitely policemen who abuse their power against the citizens that they are supposed to be serving and protecting. So what should be the normal human being's answer to this problem? It should not be to claim that everybody who wears a badge is an evil person, because I don't believe that. It should be to continually limit the power of the police and bring it back to what they say that it is, even though in recent years it has not always been, and that is serving and protecting the community which they are working for. Okay, because if they were genuinely serving and protecting the people inside the community at all times, then we would not have this issue. So how to fix this? One, keep up the good work with the cameras. Cameras are fantastic. They make sure that the cop is accountable to somebody other than themselves because I genuinely don't believe that in this situation, based off the responses of the other officers around him who were helping the uh, detective uh, arrest her in the violent manner, just kind of stood by and watched, essentially. I feel like, based off that reaction within the police department, that they would have done absolutely nothing if there had not been cameras on this person. Multiple cameras, by the way, including on the cam... Uh, well, on the policeman's chest. Okay, so that is a good step in the right direction. Another one, and this may be showing my more radical side, number two, should be that a portion, at very least, of the officer's income should be voluntarily paid. Because this, although this sounds a little bit crazy, because people say, oh, if, if we do this in a for-profit style, I'm not suggesting a for-profit style, we have seen some really bad examples of what happens when you do that inside of the corporate world. But it should be, in my mind, that... If a cop does a bad thing, or if they are abusing their power even lightly, that they should be paid less. Um, in fact, the entire department should be paid less. Yeah? Number three. Actually put cops in jail who assault the citizens that they are supposed to be serving and protecting. Now, I'm not suggesting prison. I'm not suggesting that sort of thing. I'm suggesting just jail time. And that's still a very intensive thing. I recognize that. I actually want to do a whole episode regarding prison reform because I think it has a lot of issues. But as we currently have this system, I think that an officer who is supposed to be enforcing the law should not be put above it. Personally. That's not what they're there for. One of the best examples I can find of all three working at the same time is Oath Keepers. Now, if I'm totally wrong on this, I want you all to be telling me in the comments but based off what I've read of Oath Keepers, I am very impressed. These are a set of guys who are former military, uh, former cops, um, or I think some of them are actually current cops as well, um, who make a distinct effort to limit the scope of what they can do. Um, they actually have a set of 10 things that they don't do, 
They say, we will not obey any order to disarm the American people. We won't obey orders to conduct warrantless searches. We will not obey orders to detain American citizens as unlawful enemy combatants. They won't obey orders to impose martial law or a state of emergency. They won't obey orders to invade and subjugate any state that asserts its sovereignty. We will not obey any order to blockade American cities. They won't obey any order to force American citizens into any form of detention camps. They won't obey orders to support or assist any use of foreign troops on U.S. soil. They won't obey any orders to confiscate the property of the American people. And they won't obey any orders which infringe on the rights of the people to a free speech, peaceable assembly, and to petition their government for a redress of grievances. And like I said, that I, I don't believe that the concept of people who are working to serve and protect their local community are bad in any way. I don't think that's an issue, but I think that limiting can have a really positive effect. And Oath Keepers, um, the people inside the communities who have Oath Keepers come over have said, we feel a lot safer because of them being here. And because they are voluntarily paid. They're a nonprofit from what I've read up on. And I think that helps a lot of the issues um, that can be coming from just people having the same pay grade no matter what happens. Uh, because if they do something wrong, if they have some racist people inside of their troop, they can deal with that based off the whims of the free market. When the free market says um, these people are uh, problematic, then they pay less towards the set of people and the group deals with it. They fix that problem. And I'm not saying immediately uh, just uh, transform all the police things into completely voluntarily paid stuff. I think that if we're going to be working towards that, it has to be in a very gradual manner. Um, but I think we can see based off Oath Keepers and Guardian Angels to a lesser extent that limiting and at least partially voluntarily paying um, like a community defense group can have really, really positive effects on how that group interacts with the public. With that being said, this has been The Individualist, talking about local news, individual freedom, and Jesus Christ. If you like what you are listening to, please absolutely be sure to donate to patreon.com slash I underscore individualist. And as always, thanks for listening.